How do I keep myself motivated as a first-year teacher when I don't see results? I recently heard a story of someone who was a teacher in fourth grade. And 30 years later, he gets a phone call. It was early morning, and this student, alumni, was now living in Israel. And the student calls the teacher. The teacher now is not a teacher. He's an outreach director, a shliach somewhere. And the student calls him early morning. And this is how the phone call goes. Hi, Rabbi X, how are you? I'm calling you because I'm currently going through a tough time in life. And I was thinking through the people of my past who I would feel comfortable to discuss this with. It's sensitive. And I thought about you. I had a good feeling in fourth grade. And I wanted to share this with you. Do you have a few minutes? And they end up having a discussion. I want to turn around to teachers who are teaching. I want to share with you something. There are two motivations we can have when we teach. There's a motivation of today, and there's a motivation of tomorrow. If we're going to look at the student the way they are today, it's so difficult. You can have a student who's obnoxious. You can have a student who wakes up on the left side. You can have parents who don't give any sense of gratitude. You can have a co-teacher and a principal who doesn't have the time or patience, or maybe they're too busy to show appreciation. There's so many things that we're just not going to get today. We can't be needy for that kind of appreciation in a job of teaching. It's like a person in an operating room waiting for the patient to compliment them. They're on the table. They can't compliment you. What do you have to think about tomorrow? Here is a person who's going to have a life, a family, and you have an opportunity to give an open heart surgery and help them live. You're talking to their subconsciousness as much as you're talking to their consciousness. Your caringness. Today, the child might react with a face, but that caringness is etched in his memory beyond the face of today. And you have to know that. That's who you're talking to. Before you walk into the classroom, close your eyes. Think about a person who's going to have a family, children, grandchildren. And your moment today can have an impact on generations to come, on a healthy child. It's true. It's true. It's not true. You are now having an impact on the subconsciousness of a child, of a student, of a teenager, of a young adult. You don't know who you're talking to. You're talking to parts that they don't even know it's being spoken to. That motivation is yours. When you go to sleep, that's what you should think about. When you wake up, that's what you should think about. That has an endless amount of energy. Is it tough? Yeah, but it's so rewarding because it's the truth. We all have in our memory people who impacted us. And those people don't know that they impacted us, but we have that stuck in our memory. And we carry that with us wherever we go. You know why I did something kind? Because I have that teacher in my head who was so kind to me. That teacher is living on in that student's head forever. That's what's happening to you in your classroom. Every moment and every day you walk into the classroom with that energy, with that smile, don't worry about the frowns you see today. That smile is living in his head forever. 
he's going to be going on as a young adult or next, whenever else in life that he's going to have those memories flash and he will be feeding off that. How powerful is that? And how true, how true is that? That's the truth. So is it difficult? Yeah. But that's the only energy we can really rely on. Everything else we get burnt out. That's the only and most real energy we can rely on. We are open heart surgeons. When you walk into a classroom, you're doing open heart surgery. You're now dealing with the heart of a child, with the future of a child. Yes, you're going to have to get appreciation. And we need to feed on that appreciation because we're humans. But we also need to have that hard hit reality that we're not going to be needy for the appreciation. And moments we don't get it, we're going to go back to that reality. I know I did something. And speak it over with someone. And that deep reality will propel you through those deep those tough moments because you are shaping the child even beyond the child's own recognition of what's happening. That's what you're doing.